Blog Talk Radio. What would you do if I sang out of tune? Would you stand up and walk out on me? Lend me your ears and I'll sing you a song. I will try not to sing out of key. Oh, baby, how up everybody welcome to a special saturday morning edition of sports urban legend along with my co-host macaulay matthew i'm of course william ramo what's up mac how you doing hey man what's up how's it going out there i'm good i'm good glad to have you there a busy show today um you know we're gonna talk about uh you know we're gonna preview the jets and giants I mean, well, actually, the week one season, Jets versus Lions, and, of course, Jaguars versus Giants. Um, We're also going to talk about um, Serena Williams battling Naomi um, uh, um, Osaka. And, of course, that's going to be on later tonight, today, I should say. And, of course, Djokovic versus uh, Del Porco. And um, also... Give uh you know the results, feedback of the all in uh um independent wrestling pay per view event that went down recently, and uh, also talk about the NBA class and much more. But most importantly, the number is nine one seven three eight eight four one eight nine. That's nine one seven three eight eight four one eight nine. So feel free to talk about any of these topics and more. Uh, but with that said, before we uh, dive right into the sports talk, you know, as you all know, this is a sports entertainment show, and unfortunately, we'd be remiss if we didn't talk about these two um, recent tragedies. Oh, actually, you could even throw in three tragedies. Um, the death of uh, Jim Bianco Nyhart, you know, who obviously was... Um, you know, the brother-in-law and tag team partner of uh, Bret the Hitman Hart. Uh, then, of course, you had um, Burt Reynolds, who was, you know, who appeared in WrestleMania 10 um, at MSG. And then, of course, uh, the shocking news um, a few hours ago Friday, on Friday, uh, the young rapper... Mac Miller died of a current overdose. So, um, our condolences go out to everybody, you know, right now, their families. Yeah, definitely. Rest in peace to all three of those entertainers. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, it's it's very sad. Um, of course, uh, you know, uh, Burt Reynolds have, you know, um, some sports ties, you know, with the addition of uh you know his appearance at WrestleMania ten, you know, he he um he was a a, a football player uh in, in college for the uh Florida State uh, Seminoles uh from uh nineteen nineteen fifty four to nineteen fifty seven until he had a 
a car accident that uh, ruptured his spleen and ended his career, which, of course, catapulted him to having a, um, a legendary film career, which, you know, he starred in, you know, very popular fil- football films such as The Longest Yard and Semi-Tough. And then other notable films he starred in was Cannonball Run, uh, Boogie Nights, the Evening Shade uh, sitcom series he had, and of course uh, the um, Smoking the Bandit trilogy. He starred in the first two, and he may or may not have made a cameo in the third film, in case people haven't seen that movie. I haven't seen that movie, so. But, um, you know, with that said, uh, his old mamata is going to, um, you know, they're going to give him a tribute before they, uh, they, before they battle the, the Sanford Bulldogs, uh, you know, later today. That's so, great. It's a great way to honor him. Absolutely. So, you know, uh, my thoughts and prayers go out to, you know, to everybody. And, and, and then not to mention there was a, a recent shooting I think it was in Colorado, if I'm not mistaken. No, I think it's in Cincinnati. And, you know, there's always all these crazy tragedies going on. Yeah. You know, something tragic is happening in the world. I know. And, you know, my you know my heart goes out to those vic- to the victim families as well. I mean, it's sad. You could just be having a normal day and, you know, tomorrow's in promise to, to any of us. Yeah. So I, you know I, you know I. What can I say to the to the to the family, to the victim's family? You know, you know we're with you. Yeah, my condolences. Absolutely. And um, yeah. Unfortunately, you know, they just have to take it one day at a time. And I guess we, we we're gonna have to switch gears, you know, and uh, talk about um, the Jets' upcoming season. Uh, As you know, Sam Darnold, the third overall pick with the Jets, he's going to make his his, uh, NFL debut. He's going to be the youngest uh, quarterback um, since the the merger, the NFL-AFL merger in 1970, to start in a game. So I mean this is I mean this is huge right here. He's he's gonna be thrown right into the the wolves and he's gonna have a epic duel with Matt Stafford, you know, in Detroit. So uh, I think he's I think he's gonna have a good game. It's gonna be a it's gonna be a, a duel. I believe in twenty seven twenty four Jets final. I think it's gonna I think it's gonna be a close game, but I think Jets will pull it out. What's your thoughts? You know, this is uh, this is thrusting him in uh, the big spotlight. You know, a Monday night game, you know, against the Lions, who are who play very good at home. Especially Matthew Stafford, he plays very well. Uh, um, and I think the last five um, opening weeks, opening week games, he's you know he's thrown for at least three hundred yards plus. I think, uh, but. Yeah, that should be um, that should be a great team to watch. I mean, you want to see how Darnold performs, um, and you want to see how the Jets defense responds, and how they do against that um, Lions offensive attack. So it's it's gonna be a game to watch. You know, a lot of uh, 
a lot of different things to look out for. It's definitely worth uh, the Monday night full football marquee. Um, you know, him being a 21-year-old, you know, it's not, it's not going to be easy for him to play in uh, Motown yeah. against, against the Lions. But I think he's up to the task. You know, he's been in big games with USC, so I think he could, you know, hold on. I think he'll do a pretty good job. And hopefully, um, I think the ceiling for this team is, you know, 10 wins. I, I could easily see this team being a 8-9 to nine win team. But I think I think they could make a I think they could make a push to the playoffs. But obviously, with the the, the um, Patriots in their division, uh, you know, they, it's not gonna be. It's, they're most likely not gonna get that uh, division. So they try to win one of the the wild card spots. It'll be tough, you know. It'll be tough, but hey, yeah, you know, it's, it's a new season, so you never know what happens. You know, the good thing about the NFL is that there's a lot of parity, you know, compared to NBA um, and some of these other sport leagues, you know. So any any year it could be, you know, any team can be an underdog. Uh, Who who would have thought the Eagles would have won the Super Bowl last year, you know? Absolutely. Against the aforementioned Patriots. Exactly. So you never know what happens. You never know with the NFL season. And funny how you mentioned that. Talking about underdogs, Super Bowl three Jets. This would mm-hmm. be the fiftieth anniversary of uh, Joe Namath uh, giving that, you know, fulfilling that guarantee against uh, the the Baltimore Colts for the right. Jets' only Super Bowl victory, which all ultimately led to the AFL, um, you know, joining the NFL because up until that point, uh, Green Bay won the first two. Um, Super Bowls, so right. people were thinking the AFL was inferior to the to the um to the um NFL. So there was, from what I've uh, researched, there was thoughts that they were going to abandon the whole Super Bowl thing because it's they didn't feel there's a point to it. But once you know Joe Namath, you know, and the Jets shocked the world, you know, under uh, Weeb Eubanks' uh, tutelage. You know that's what ultimately led to the merger, and now, now uh, Darnold at age 21 is going to be the youngest quarterback uh, to pilot the Jets in Week One. So we'll see what happens. Yeah, you know, following the, in the footsteps of some of the other USC quarterbacks who are going to the Jets, like Mark Sanchez, the know. last guy who took the the Jets to the playoffs, and and not to mention back to back. AFC uh, appearances yeah. in a losing effort. Last, I think back in I, I think you. I, I last time. Last time. Uh, last thing I heard of Mark Sanchez, I heard he was working at Trader Joe's with uh, Jeffrey Owens. Oh, <laughs> 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 you, you never know. Maybe uh, Tyler Perry might give him a shot too. Maybe I should work at Trader Joe's too. You never know. But now that you touch on it briefly, I mean. You know that's a good. You know I'm I'm happy for him. You know Gregory Owens. He, he you know he played a great job. You know in uh in uh the the Cosby Show. You know in the 80s and 90s. Yeah. So you know obviously he obviously you know he's done other roles other than that, but you know it's good to see him bounce off his feet and not to mention with the Cosby controversy he he's not getting any residuals just like everybody else the, his other cast members. 
So right. it's good to see him get, you know, something, you know, kind of remind me of the Bible, you know, God works all things for our good. You know, something that might seem bad at first, like uh, Joseph being sold to slavery and, you know, being in prison for, you know, not committing adultery with his boss's wife. It all ultimately led to, you know, his, you know, his people and, you know, the people of Egypt being, you know, saved. Yeah. So God could work any little mess up thing to, um, to, you know, to help benefit everybody. So right, right. I'm happy for him. You know, now he's going to be on Tyler Perry's show and, you know, sky's the limit for him right now. So congratulations, Gregory Owens. But um, let me see. Oh yeah, um, the 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 um, the Giants—they're going to be hosting the Jags um, Sunday uh, afternoon. And um, yeah, I think the Giants are going to whoop the Jags behind. Uh, what do you think? I assume you'd say the same since you're a Giants fan. Oh yeah, definitely. I, I hope they uh, they whoop the Jags real good. But you know, the Jaguars. You know, Jaguars had a very good season last year. Um, oh, yeah. You know, made the playoffs. They almost beat the Patriots, you know, in that um, divisional game last year. So, uh, what was – no, actually, was it the Steelers that they played? Who did they beat last year in the playoffs? I'm trying to remember. Um, was it the Patriots or the Steelers in that opening round last year? I'm trying to remember myself. Because uh, um, they had a good season. They they finished the year 10-6, and six, you know, and, um, you know, the, their running back had a great season, uh, Fournette. Um, overall, their offense, you know, was, you know, was great all season. Um, but, yeah, it was the – That was their first – and that was their first um, – that was their first playoff – um, um, appearance. I think what was it like since '99 or something? It was like a ridiculous drought. Yeah, they've always um, been a, a bottom basement team. You know that that. Yeah. I mean, other than other than the 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 Browns, they've been one of the poster childs of uh, you know, of uh, what you call it. You know, the, the horrible teams in the in the league prior to last year. Um, yeah, they lost. They lost to the AFC to um, the AFC champ. They um. They they lost the the AFC championship to the, the Patriots. Oh yeah, yeah. Because I, I remember that was a close game. Yeah, and I, I think they beat the Steelers before that. Uh yes, they did. They beat the the Steelers forty five to forty two, um, to advance to the AFC championship in a losing effort to the Patriots. Yeah, you know, they're, they're tough. You know, their defense was also, I mean, the offense was good. But their defense was just just as good, if not better, mm-hmm. you know. Forced a lot of yeah. turnovers last year, um, interceptions, and a lot of takeaways. So, uh, Giants, you know, it's going to be a tough matchup for them. Uh, but looking forward to see how Eli Manning performs, you know, how you you know, his chemistry with Odell, you know, the chemistry is still there. Um, you want to see how Barkley does, you know, being this is going to be his first, um, you know, his open opening game, you know, for the regular season. 
And you also want to see how the offense, you know, runs with the with the new coach and also the defense. You know, hopefully the defense is much better this year than they've been the last few years. So uh, a lot of question marks for the Giants. Um, but, you know, it's a new season. Hopefully they can start off with a win against the Jaguars, but it is going to be a tough matchup. Yeah, absolutely. And, yeah, you, you I mean, you definitely got to credit Doug Mahone for the turnaround for the for the Jaguars. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, it should be a good, uh, it should be a fun contest. Hopefully the Giants uh, come out on top. No doubt. But, uh, yeah, let's, let's dive right into the um, all-in, uh, you know, wrestling event that went down uh, on September 1st. Um, as you know, the, the all-in pay-per-view event was basically uh, Dave Meltzer, who was a, a, you know, a very well-known uh, wrestling uh, expert, you know, uh, for, for several decades. He was saying he was saying that um, basically a, a fan asked him like, or tweeted him like would there ever be a um, an event that could challenge WWE and he basically said no so then Cody Rhodes took it as a challenge that basic to basically have like you know thousands of people in a in a um, to host an event that would be sold out. That would that would sell out an arena in in uh, North America, and a, as a matter of fact, they did it because um, all all the the popular independent all the all the popular independent uh, wrestling companies, in addition to um, um, Impact Wrestling, they all joined forces to host this super show um, called All In. And basically, Cody Rhodes and uh, the the um, Young Bucks tag team they they joined forces with a bunch of other organizations like Ring of, Ring of Honor, new, new um, you know new New Japan, um, Impact Wrestling, uh, all these different organizations. They all um, formed this uh, this event and. Uh, yeah, there was a lot of memorable uh, matches. Like, for example, Cody Rhodes, um, he defeated... Um, I'm trying to know who did he defeat. He defeated Nick Aldis. I don't, I don't remember how to pronounce his name. He, he used to go by the name Magnus when he was in uh, TNA slash Impact. Now, obviously, I know you don't like Nick Aldis because he's married to Mickey James. <laughs> yeah, they had a they had a you know a epic bout, and uh, you know he had a bunch of uh, he was accompanied by a lot of people you know le- WCW legends like uh, like uh, Diamond Dallas Page, uh, Tommy Dreamer from ECW fame and WWE fame, Glacier from WCW, and uh, in Nick Aldis uh, corner. He came out with uh, with Jeff Jarrett, Shandavari, who was uh, who was um, uh, Muhammad Hassan's uh, manager and former mm-hmm. wrestler. And basically, um, 
Cody Rhodes defeated him, and uh, he became the new NWA World Heavyweight Champion, which which was history. He became the first. Him and his father became the first father and son duo to ever win the NWA World Heavyweight Title. So congratulations to him. Congrats. And uh, what were you gonna say? Well, I didn't see the pay per view, um, but I did hear about it. Heard they did sell a lot of tickets. Um, mm-hmm. you know, it, was, it was a big event, a big uh, non WWE uh, wrestling event. It reminds me of the days back in the eighties, seventies when you had the territory days. The territory days, yeah, where they'd come together and you know have one big promotion. You know, before Vince McMahon brought all bought out all of them. You know. Yep. Absolutely. But I didn't get to see the event, but, um, you know, I might have to go back now and and watch it illegally. <laughs> no, I saw the, I saw the highlights, uh, and it, it, was a, it was a good match. I mean, it was a good pay-per-view event. Uh, it was in Chicago, um, so people were expecting CM Punk to uh, make an appearance, but um, he didn't. Um, you know, he did he did appear earlier to um sell his uh um his his T shirts that he was selling. So people assumed that uh he was gonna make a surprise appearance at the pay per view event, but he didn't. But Chris Jericho did. Um Yeah, um after um his his uh former um his former rival, um, Kenny Omega, uh the um you know, he, he defeated uh, Penta L Zero, and basically, after that um, after that match, um, after that match, um, Jericho was dressed up as um, what was I gonna say? As uh, what was the guy's name again? Penta Penta M Zero. He, he dressed up as a guy. Uh, this was at All In also. Oh, no, but so, the, who, who, who's this wrestler that you're talking about? Who, a Penta L Zero? Yeah. He's like a, he's a luchador. He, he's, oh. a, he's a luchador wrestler. So basically at the end of the match, Jericho, I'm, I'm assuming Jericho dressed up as the guy as well and hit the guy with a code breaker. Which oh, shot, okay. once, hit the, once he hit the code breaker, everybody knew it was him. And then he took off the mask and you saw he had like this, Thundercat, like face, face paint on his face. You know, after you remove the mask. So like Lionel. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so, I guess their few is gonna. Yeah, oh yeah, he said that um, he'll see him at um, the cruise because Jericho's hosting a, a a cruise, which is similar to All In, but you know. You know he he's he's gonna host a cruise with some wrestlers from different organizations on his That's cruise. Great. That's cool. So he said he'll see him there. So there'll be a rematch of their match from the the Wrestling Kingdom that they had earlier this year. That's cool. Um, let me. I'm trying to think of other notable matches that happened. Um, uh, Jay Lethal. Uh, he was accompanied to the ring by the genius Lanny Popo who, of course, is Macho Man Randy Savage's uh, real-life brother. Okay. And why what, And why do you say he accompanied him to the ring? Because Jay Lito reprised his black machismo 
<laughs> he he reprised that uh his gimmick that he had in uh Impact Wrestling, then TNA. And uh he also had uh Brandy um uh Rhodes, you know, Cody Rhodes' wife mm-hmm. who also interfered in uh Cody Rhodes' match uh when he won the title. She was playing the role of Miss Elizabeth, you know, in that match and he ret- he um he uh, retained the title against Flip Gordon. Um, well, the Ring of it. Honor Championship belt, right? Um, yes, it was for the ring. Yeah, it was for the Ring of Honor uh, Championship belt. Because all the other, all the all the uh, organizations they put their titles on the line, as they should have. Yeah. So uh, apparently she was she was um, accompanying Flip Gordon, but. He interacted with her like if she was Miss Elizabeth. <laughs> <laughs> but um, it was funny. Um, and then you got uh, Tetrakita Okada. He defeat um, Marty Scroll in a singles match. I saw some of the highlights. It was pretty good, to say the least. Um, and then afterward, and then the the female. Um, wrestling match. They had uh, Tessa Blanchard, who's uh, Tully Blanchard's, uh, you know, from the Four Horsemen's uh, daughter. Mm-hmm. And uh, I think she's the team. I think she's the team. Uh, the Impact Women's Champion. Um, she um, she entered the ring with her father and Magnum TA, and she defeated Chelsea Green, Madison Ray, who who's uh, now in the uh, May Young Classic. With WWE as um, I think her name is Allison Rain. In in WWE, the uh, the the um the challenge, the um the Mae Young challenge. I, I mm-hmm. think so. Yeah, I think I think I think it is Allison Ray, right? Yeah, I think that's her her name. Something like that. Yeah. Yeah. But in this, she she's going by her more common name, Allison Rain, and uh, she and also Britt Baker also lost that match. And then uh, Christopher Daniels uh, teamed up. Um, he was accompanied to the ring with his longtime friend from Impact Wrestling, uh, Kazarian, and uh, also Scorpio Sky. He defeated uh, the Green Arrow, you know, the actor, uh, Stephen Amell, in a match, singles match. And, of course, the aforementioned Flip, Flip Gordon, he won an over-budget uh, Battle Royale, which was basically a 19-man Royal Rumble to be the number one contender for the the Ring of Honor match, which, of course, you know, Flip Gordon would lose to Black Machismo, Jay Lethal, later in that uh, later in that night. Some good matches. Yeah. And uh, SoCal so Uncensored had Kazarian and Scorpio Sky defeat uh, the Briscoe Brothers, um, early, earlier that day. And um, the last match, oh, yeah, also uh, Hangman Page uh, from the Bullet Club, he defeated Joey Janela, accompanied with uh, Penelope uh, Ford in a Chicago Street fight. That one was a, a crazy brawl right there from what I saw. Wow. Um, and then, uh, and I think... Um, they had a storyline that uh what's his name? Joey Joey Ryan, he he was killed by by I think 
one of the, I think from Hangman Page or somebody like that, one of those guys, they apparently killed Jory Ryan, who, you know, he, who was uh, most notable. He, he was in a, uh, TNA a few years ago. But uh, apparently he revealed that he's alive and he had druids. You know, he, had, he copied off of Undertaker having druids. But his druids looked not suitable for work, apparently. I didn't see the clip, but the druids were dressed up as something perverted. <laughs> let's just say it like, let's just say it like that. And um, he came back from the he came back to show that he was alive. He didn't get killed. Um, but uh, the last last but not least, uh, the 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 main event was uh, the Golden Elite, which is Matt Jackson and Nick Jackson, also known as the Young Bucks. They teamed up with Cody uh, Kota Ibushi, and they defeated the legendary Rey Mysterio, who is expected to return to WWE. Maybe even as early as next month, and uh, he Ray Mysterio teamed up with Ray Phoenix and uh, Bandito, and that was just a high flying uh, match or a slobber knocker, as as Jim Rockwood <laughs> would say. So yeah, it was it was a very interesting match, you know, high flying luchador match matchup with the the um, you know Ray Mysterio and and Ray Phoenix and Bandito, the three luchador um, tag, tag team. But it was yeah. it wasn't enough against uh, the Young Bucks and um, Ibushi. I would have loved that. All in all, it was a good match. Yeah, it sounds like it was a great pay-per-view event, you know. If I had known about it beforehand, I would definitely have watched. Um, that This was this past Sunday, right? Uh yes, it was. Oh man, I believe, I believe it was this past Sunday, Sunday the first. I think that was. Uh, no wait, no it was Saturday then. Because if it's, we do the math. Because if it's today's the today's the today's the eighth, so that means it was Saturday. Yeah, it was Saturday. It was Saturday, right? Yeah, so okay. it was Saturday. And uh, oh yeah, they're playing on doing another uh, All In event. And this time it's going to be in Madison Square Garden, which Vince McMahon, before this all in happened, they were they were blocking it. But now since MSG and WWE aren't on good terms anymore because WWE hasn't hosted a major pay-per-view event there in a, in a long time. So, wow. yeah, the, this uh, all in too, barring WWE being, finding a way, a loophole to stop it, uh, it's going to be at MSG, I, I think, next year, if I'm not mistaken. Oh, okay. yeah. That's going, to, that's going to be insane. Yeah, it is. But, hey, congrats to Cody Cody Rhodes and, you know, for winning the, the title. And not to mention with the Young Bucks coming up with the idea. The idea. You know, they filled the 10,000 10, arena, and they even overfilled it. I think even at, at 11, like, Eleven thousand over the eleven thousand people a ten a ten thousand uh stadium seat capacity so congratulations to him being they hosted the first ever biggest north american um pay per view event since w w e i mean 
What can you say? And it got sold out quickly, like in, like instantly, like probably within an hour or two, it, it was sold out in Chicago. Maybe they're doing things, you know, that WWE isn't doing right now. No, no, it's not. Yeah, it's no. like it's like how. It's like how NXT is basically. It's like NXT. It looks like it's like NXT. You know how NXT goes there. How NXT is ECWS. You mm-hmm. know, like high flying yeah. and all that stuff. That's basically what you were seeing. You know, high flying and you know, like hardcore matches, like like attitude error kind of stuff. So I gotta give them credit. You know, it was from what I've seen, it looked pretty good. Yeah, definitely, you know, sold 10,000 tickets. It's pretty good for a non-WWE, you know, pay-per-view event. Yeah, absolutely. And uh, switching gears, uh, let's, um, I guess we'll we'll, uh, we'll talk WWE quickly. Um, uh, What should we call it? The Shield, they got beat up. Badly by um, you know Braun Strowman and Dolph Ziggler and uh, McIntyre, and then not to mention the the locker room, the heel locker room at the end of the show. Yeah, I don't know if you know. Did you notice that at the end, uh, you know the the heels they threw they they launched um, Seth Rollins into um, the yeah, um, yep. car and it, it literally broke the the um. The um, what was it? The the side win um mirror. I forgot what they call that. Oh, the, you know, the, the side mirror broke. Yeah, and he was he launched right into it. Yeah, I'm like, I noticed that from the, from the jump scare. I'm like, what the heck? And he was bleeding afterwards. But I didn't know. I didn't know he was bleeding at that time. So oh, there might man. be. So there might be um. He might he might have serious. He, it might be a serious injury. He might be gone for months. I haven't heard an update yet. Wow, that that's another reckless thing, you know. You know that you know the wrestlers that Seth Rollins has been involved with, you know. But you know he's gonna be. I don't know if that's the case. You know who's gonna replace who's who's gonna replace him on the Shield? Yeah, this is gonna be tough. Yeah, I mean because last time they had a Shield reunion like last year, Dean Ambrose got hurt. And then you know, of course, briefly, um, Jason Jordan joined the team. So what are they right. going to do now? Like, who's who's going to be on the shield? Is it going to be Jason Jordan again? Is it going to be uh, um, Cassius Ohno, who who formerly known as uh, Chris Hero, who originally was supposed to be on the shield from way back in the days when uh, reportedly CM Punk pitched the idea to WWE to have him lead the shield. It would have been CM Punk, Chris Hero, but then it, but his name would have been Cassius Ono cuz that's his name in NXT. Uh he used to be he used to be Cesaro's uh tag team partner when he was known as um Chris Hero um in the, you know, independent wrestling. Um mm. Seth Rollins would have been there. Dean Ambrose would have still been there, but Roman Reigns would not have been there. Apparently it's Triple H who uh, inserted Roman Reigns into the group. Man, uh, you know, uh, thinking, uh, you know who would be a perfect uh, S.H.I.E.L.D. member? Who? Um, 
he kind of well, he he's got he's big, he's strong. Um, what's his name? Uh, what's his face? Um, um, right. I'm forgetting his name now. Riley. Um. Um. What? Mojo Riley. Mojo Riley. There you go. Don't you think he'd be a good member? No. Mm, I don't see it. I mean, he's big. I don't know. I just. Well, actually, they do need like a a leader. You know, now that you know, if Laws is gonna be out, they do need like someone with leadership qualities. Yeah, I, actually, you know what? That's a bad idea. Raleigh wouldn't work. Yeah. But who? Um, maybe Finn Balor. Maybe Finn Ooh, Balor maybe. Or, or CM Punk. Well, yeah, but CM Punk's never come back to WWE. Yeah, unfortunately. Well, yeah, CM Punk would have been perfect. Daniel Bryan would have been great too, but I don't see that. Yeah. Um. Yeah, it would have to be like a power guy who, who's who's speedy. Mhm. Yeah. Well, maybe even Kurt Angle. Kurt Angle, well, he was part of the group too, because apparently he's on break, so he can uh, become a full-time wrestler again. Yeah, that's. He, he was briefly a member of the Shield when Roman Reigns got sick in that. Oh yeah, that's true. Right. That was like that's temporary. About, I doubt it though. Uh, yeah, let me I see don't think that would be a role for him. Let me see what else happened in uh, WWE. Um, oh yeah, Bre- Becky Lynch ran. She had an awesome promo. Like that was like her best promo ever. Like she was talking. Like she had like a um, split screen um, promo against uh, Charlotte Flair. You know, because they were separated in different rooms, so they won't have another you know altercation. You know, face to face. And that was an awesome promo. That was like a Stone Cold S promo she put on 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 uh, Charlotte, and yeah. it just gets to the question like WWE man they they're forcing Braun Strowman and Becky Lynch to be villains when the fans are 100 percent behind them because they have a serious gripe like Shield I love the Shield man but Shield should have been the villains in this situation because how is Braun Strowman is justified for forming a group with with Dolph Ziggler and Drew McIntyre, even though I feel, I feel like he doesn't need those those two to be in a group. He should he should he should probably team up with with authors of pain, you know, somebody like a a big, uh, you know, like a big big guys who, you know, who you could see as his henchman kind of thing. Yeah, because I, I don't yeah, I don't see Dolph. It would the only way it would make sense for him to team up with Dolph Ziggler and Drew McIntyre. As if he was their hingeman, like if he was their enforcer guy, he doesn't need them. Like, like he de- literally defeated the bar by himself at WrestleMania. Nicholas didn't help him. Nicholas was just shaking like a leaf, That's true. man. That's true. So, uh, WWE man, like he literally could take on the Shield by himself. Like, <laughs> it, it just it, it, this partnership doesn't make any sense, but. What can you what can you say? Hopefully it works out. I just don't like the fact that uh, Strowman is a heel now. You know, after yeah, I don't WWE built them up and you know made him into this lovable yeah. character. Exactly, because they 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 want to do everything to make Roman Reigns get cheered, but it's not working. Just like Charlotte Flair being the the baby face and and Becky Lynch as the heel, everybody's still behind Charlotte and everybody's still behind Braun Strowman. So it's just a dumb idea to turn people people that 
fans are fully behind as heels because it's not working. Look at Rusev. Oh yeah, Rusev. Yeah. Rusev is hotter than ever, and they turn him. They turn him heel. You know, and he's he a psychic. Two psychics. Yeah. Yeah, Aiden English or two managers. Oh yeah, tag team partner too. Aiden English and and Lana, his real life wife. So yeah. Mm-hmm. Let's see what happened with that. Oh yeah, and uh, SmackDown, uh, R two got a shocking um, pinfall versus uh, the, his former Awesome Truth tag team partner, The Miz, who's currently feuding with uh, uh, Daniel Bryan and uh, and Brie Bella. You know which. I thought it was a great win. You know, I, I sense it could have happened, but I'm glad it. I'm glad it happened. You know, because um, the Bella twins back. Well, they've been back for a long time. They've been they're in every episode. Like they. Well, it's wrestling. Got, I mean. Well, yeah, but they're on they every every Divas Revolution, Evolution Revolution thing. Skip. They're in it. Yeah. Every day, man, they always in it. You know. Yeah, but it's been a while since they've actually wrestled together, you know? Yeah, absolutely. My baby sister loves them. Mm-hmm. But, yeah, it's good to see that they're they're back. Um, uh, let me see. Let's let's move on to the NBA quickly. Uh, you know, congratulations to the class, the 2018 class. They, they went to the hall uh, Friday. Uh, J-Kid, uh, Ray Allen... Uh, Grant Hill, Steve Nash, Mo Cheeks, uh, Kitty, Kitty Smith, Tina Thompson, uh, Rod, Rod Torn, you know, the former Nets executive. And, um, and I, I think Nor- uh, Doris Brooks, she even went in, uh, you know, as an announcer. I mean, it's a huge class. There's like 13 people in it. So, wow. uh, you know, congratulations to all the winners. Yeah, it was a huge congrats. Um, and then lastly, uh, David Wright, you know, he's trying to come back. Uh, the, the, the Mets view him as an everyday player, but he's clearly not. I mean, David Wright, man, he should just be a pinch hitter or maybe play a ceremonial game because his, mm-hmm. his career is over, you know what I'm saying? Like, why – you and play him already. They're making him – they're going to make him play a simulated game later today. There's only but, 20 more games left. Yeah, it's crazy. And uh, Shawn Michaels is teasing that he's coming back, which I think the only way he should come back is if he's facing AJ Styles or The Rock or um, Daniel Bryan. I don't want to see him fight Undertaker or Triple H again. I want to see him fight somebody new if he does come back, but I'll believe it when I see it because that's the mm-hmm. rumor he's going to come back. You know, he's going to come back up to your age. Saudi Arabia, so <laughs> Saudi Arabia. You know, yeah, for real, they're gonna have another event at Saudi Arabia again. Oh right, right, yeah. After the Australian, you know, Triple H versus uh, Undertaker. But right. uh, you know, I want to thank you, Max, for coming on the show and uh, check out the Legend um, every Saturdays at eleven, and check out my YouTube show, Sports of Legend TV, and check out iMac every uh, Saturday slash Sundays at. Uh, midnight. So he's Macaulay Matthew. I'm William Ramo, and I'll see you guys next time. Peace, everybody. <laughs>